Like, are we serious? <laughs> 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 are you ready? Hush when no one is around. Um, welcome back to the Ask Learning Podcast. We said we were going to sing. This is episode six, I think, right? Yep, it's episode six. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> I say that every week and I'm so cringe, no. but... Please, like, how do we have... How <laughs> how the heck do we start this podcast? We were because thinking of doing, like, our some... Our intro lately is not the vibe. Like, I'm not rolling with it. Either. Yeah, me neither. I I was hoping to do, like, some sort of rap. <laughs> no, because you say that and I literally started singing and you didn't <gasps> sing with me. Should we try it again? Mm. Oh my gosh, special announcement. This episode is brought to you by Mirrorball by Taylor Swift. Yeah, brought to you by Taylor that, Swift, actually. If you've heard that song, you are a real one. You're so. a Mirrorball. <laughs> hey, did you guys know there's a Mirrorball emoji now? Apple, like, updated No, because, our okay, and on stuff. another note, I will, until the day I die, claim full responsibility for that being an emoji. Did I tell you this? Didn't you email him? Okay, okay, I'm, hold on. I'm Sorry going. if you can hear me cracking my knuckles <laughs> on the podcast. I'm going, hold on, I'm looking for the email. On, okay, I found it. On March 11th, I emailed Apple. I'll, should I just read the email? Yeah. Okay, I said. I say this with all respect and want you to know I've never wanted anything more. So, I'm formally requesting a disco ball emoji. It would make the world a better place, please and thank you. And the next iPhone update, Apple gave us a disco ball. Yeah. So and I know it has, actually, I know for a fact that it has nothing to do with the fact that I emailed them. But, like, I'd like to take full responsibility. You can do that. I can do that. I you will. You can do that. Actually. Anyway, with that said, let's get yeah. into today's episode. Let's talk about our weeks first. Um, highs and lows. <laughs> you can go first. You sound so, like, lackadaisical. What the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> that is not a word. Lackadaisical? It's like the word of the day, like, oh, so more recently. I think it means, like, you know. Like <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> No, like, like, ha- like, <laughs> I know what it means. Like, lacking what? No, not, like, lack of. It's, like, lack of. So Lackadaisical, like, yeah. Lackadaisical. So, like, you're kind of, like, in a daze. Like, you're kind of, like, 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 not lazy. Like, I feel like, actually, lazy is what it means. <laughs> well, I'm not feeling lazy. Um, Anyways, I'll go first. <laughs> Guys, actually, I will have you know. I have won 2048 three, Stop. three times today. <laughs> Katie's high score is like six. It's like 6,000 something. 8,000 something. I brought it up yesterday. Um, but anyways, so that's that's actually one of my highs from this week. Not really, but I just My high it. this week was tonight. Okay, I was about to say one, but okay. <laughs> my high for this week was tonight. Um, me and Christina and our two friends, Emily and Reese... We met up and had dinner on the beach. Very fun. fun. That was fun hanging out. Yeah. That was actually also my high. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> oh, when you're listening to this, it's Friday when we're recording, just... Yeah. Friday the um, 8th. For timeline purposes. Not that it really makes but, sense. But, anyways. And also my other high is just, like, hanging out with friends this week. Like, it was just a really fun week at school. But also my low is that we had, um... Iowa testing. That was my low too. It's like the standardized test or whatever, but it's so boring and it it's takes like literally so long. So the state can like make sure our school is not behind. 
Yeah, and it just is not fun. We and then we get separated the same, alphabetically. We were in the same group because yeah. our last names are so far apart from each other. So it was like, it was not the vibe. It was not fun at all. But the rest of the week was like super fun. I don't yeah. know. I've just decided that April's going to be the best month of my life. Amen. So, yeah. We only have, like, six weeks left of school. Did you know that? Yeah. That's whack. God. Crazy. All right. I feel like our life to updates are really fast and really... But that's okay. Yeah. Um, today's Anything else going to- on? Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me neither. Today's topic, we are so um excited to talk about this. It's something that's very near and dear to our hearts. Um, and that we're always learning more about and growing in but the day today is a topic of identity so do you want to sure kind of like yeah go into it um yeah so we will never fully know who we are unless we first know the one who created us just like with music I feel like I appreciate and understand like for example a Taylor Swift song more than I do just a random song on the radio because I listen to Taylor Swift and I've come to understand like, her writing style and her process, and, like, I just know things about her. Um, And so I can understand the creation better when I know the creator. And Genesis 127 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Since we are created in the image of God, the more we can learn about who God is, the more we discover about ourselves. It's just like an artist or an author knows all the ins and outs of their creations better than anyone else because they created them. So God knows us best because he created us. Yeah, that's really true. Um, we, we don't want to, like, come on and tell you and talk about identity, like, you're great and you're perfect and you're more than enough because the truth is we're really not enough and we're really not great. Um, the world, especially as we're living in, like, a self-love culture, yeah. I would say, um, wants to tell us that we're enough. And while I'm sure that that's being said with a good intention of helping people in their insecurity and um, trying to lift people up in their struggles with low self-esteem, it's not really true. Yeah. The only true and effective way to overcome our insecurities and self-esteem issues is by recognizing our need for our savior father like we're not enough and if we were we would have been able to bear the weight of our own sin and thus skip christ even dying on the cross but we couldn't do that and that leads us into a beautiful dependency on jesus and when we believe that and step into that that's when we can begin to know and step into who we were created to be yeah as his children yeah that's Um, really good Ephesians 2, <clears throat> Ephesians 2, 1 through 3 says, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and we were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Um, similar to this, kind of like, I guess more of like a summary of this, yeah. Um, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, without Jesus, we are hopeless, lost, we're children of wrath, deserving to be abandoned. Um, but the verses don't stop there. And Ephesians 2 goes on to say in verses 4 through 10, um, <clears throat> But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, 
Even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Romans 3 continues when it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So we were dead in our sins, hopeless, not enough, but God, being the Father that he is, made a way for us to be saved and have a relationship with him. And only because of that are we made enough, as um, 2 Corinthians 3, 4 through 6 talks about. Um, and we can only truly begin to walk in our God-given identity once we grasp this concept. Um, you had a verse, right? Yeah, um, 2 Corinthians twelve nine says, But he said to me, talking about God, when it says he... My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. We are weak and not enough, and yet God works through that and demonstrates his grace towards us each and every single day. Um, and as we start out this podcast episode, we just wanted to pose the question to you guys. Who are you? Like, when you hear that question, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? genuinely who do you believe you are and I think it's really important for us to ask ourselves this question and really realize where are we placing our identity where are we placing our worth and wherever that may be for you just recognizing it is the first step to placing your identity in something that's true like what God says in the Bible about who you are um if you're anything like us and honestly everyone you have rooted your identity in things in which it was never meant to be placed. As a society, we all definitely feel this need to be liked by everyone and to look like we have our lives together and to be the best at every single thing we try. But today, we're here to remind you of who you are not, who you, what, what you are not defined by, and who you are as defined by the Lord. So first of all, you are not your achievements. Maybe you're at the top of your class. That's great. I'm so proud of you. But that is not who you are. You are so much more. You are not your success in sports or music or whatever it may be for you. It it can be so easy for us to go through life striving towards earthly success and earthly titles because we think, oh, that's what I need to have importance, to have value. That's where my identity is. Um, and it's really easy to get stuck in that. And God has given you, he's given all of us our own special, beautiful abilities and talents. But you are so much more than that. Your purpose is so much more than getting valedictorian or getting that job you've dreamed of for so long. Or like winning an award in whatever sport you play, whatever. Um, our purpose, your purpose, is to glorify God and share his gospel with the world. Exodus 9.16 says... But for this purpose, I have raised you up to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. Our purpose in all things is to glorify God, not ourselves through achievements or success or anything else. And also, um, another thing that kind of comes to mind is that when our focus is on glorifying God rather than us and how well we are doing, that takes a lot of the pressure off and we can work well and we can work diligently and excellently. 
because we're in, we know that we're doing the right thing in glorifying God versus like always striving for a title or feeling that we may never end up receiving. Yeah, I feel like it like changes our work ethic when yeah. we go from working for our glory and for like titles that we may achieve versus working solely for the glory of God. Yeah. Like I feel like that changes. Um second, you don't have to have it all together. I feel like it's so easy for us to believe this lie that we have to have it all together all the time. Um I find myself believing this lie way too often. But we serve and follow a God who goes before us and who holds it all together so that we don't have to, knowing that we never could. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> sorry. And Matthew... <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I can't breathe. Okay, cool. Um, in Matthew 6, Jesus tells us, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour of span to his life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven... Will he not much more clothe you, O oh, of little faith? I consistently go through my day worrying about the next thing I have to figure out. Um, when God literally tells me, Katie, you don't, or, <laughs> sorry, Katie, do you see how the flowers aren't stressed out about whether or not they're going to get watered or they're going to get sunlight? If I'm taking that much care of the flowers, how much more am I taking care of you, my daughter? Don't be anxious to have it all together. Now, obviously, like, that's not word for word, word what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. But, like, you get the picture. Like, we <clears throat> try it. One, we try and act like we have it all together to prove to other people that we have it all together. And I think sometimes we try and act like we have it all together to prove to ourselves. Yeah. That we have it all together when we really don't. Because um, yeah. it makes us feel like some sort of control. Yeah, um, definitely. But Jesus tells us that we don't have to... We don't have to do that. Like, God is going before us, and he He knows, like, our every need, and he meets our every need, and exceeds it, actually, when yeah. he meets it with himself. Um, yeah, and that even goes back to what we were talking about last week in the podcast, all yeah. about contentment. Um, so if you guys have not listened to that episode... You should go listen. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, and the next thing we wanted to talk about is you are not a copy. I personally, I don't know about you guys, but I hate the first day of school or just, like, any, like, social setting when it's, like, the first time where you have to, like, go around the room and introduce yourself and say, like, three interesting things about yourself. I hate that because I'm sitting there and I listen to everyone else's fun facts and I just always think to myself, wow, I'm so lame. Like, I feel so insecure and a lack in my identity when I'm busy comparing myself to, like, my sisters in the room or just like the other people in the room. Um, one thing that I love about art is that it cannot be replicated. Like you can use a painting as an inspiration, but there's still going to be variation because no two paintings are exactly the same. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Um, I really like the Passion Translation of this verse, which says, 
We have become his poetry, a, re a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. I love the use of that word poetry. Um, and on the Bible app, there's like a little note there. And it says, our lives are the beautiful poetry written by God that will speak forth all that he desires in life. We are God's handiwork, his poetry, his art, whatever word you want to use. And no two art pieces are designed to be identical. You're not a copy. You are a masterpiece. And not only that, you have a unique purpose from God that it's not like anyone else's. And one of the really beautiful things about the church is we are all unified and brought together through Christ, but we're all different. We all have different passions and purposes, and that's okay. The Bible talks about this in a lot of different places. Um, Romans 12 comes to mind, and it says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. Um, and God has a purpose for each and every one of us, and that is different than the, the purpose of our neighbor. We're all created in the image of God, and because God's character is so vast, there's a different part of God's image that we're each created in. There's no room for comparison when we realize this. And it is so easy to look around, and I feel like especially with social media too, it's like heightened, like, we look around and we see all these people living out like their purpose and it's very easy to fall into a place of comparison where you are like, wait, I wish I had that purpose or whatever. Or like, but ultimately we have to kind of, um, trust in God. Like he, like we talked about earlier, he's our creator. He knows us best. He's given us each our own unique purpose and he's giving us all our own different opportunities to glorify him and live out the gospel and we just need to trust in him versus like trying to take it into our own hands and be like, oh, I want to be exactly like this person and just comparing um, like not only our walk with God, but like our purpose and the situations he places us in. I feel like walking in our God-given identity is so contrary to the world for two reasons. One, because the world loves to promote uniformity. Mm-hmm. Um, and while saying the narrative, oh, you do you, like, right. you know, like, be who you are, whatever it says. But, it's but if also, you're not like everyone but else, if you're not like everyone like, else, oh. and the Bible calls us as Christians to be set apart. Right. Like, we're called to not be like the world. And the second thing that I was going to say was everything that God has created us for and called us to be is like the complete opposite of who the world is telling us to be. Yeah. Um, and Romans, is it 12, 2, 10, 2? Do not be conformed to the yes. world. Yeah. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and improve what the will of God is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, so, like, walking in your God-given identity is not easy, and it's not yeah. natural, but, like, it's freeing. And it's yeah. work it's like worth the the effort and like the yeah. the sacrifices I guess you have to make the sacrifices yeah. being like the things of this world but yeah and like the world says like oh you do you do what makes you happy do what makes you feel good but Jesus says like literally lay down your whole life give me everything mm -hmm. like 
Galatians 2.20 says, we have been crucified with Christ, um, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Um, and so that's definitely contrary to the world, but it will end up, we will end up feeling so much more at peace, so much more free than people who are living, like, right, living, trying to... I feel like we also both have, like, done both. Yeah. Like, I feel like we both, like, lived in who the world has said we are, and, I mean, when I say the world, I mean just, like, not God. Like, I'm not saying, like... Oh, the world like put this thing on us, like this title. But just like, <laughs> just, like <laughs> I feel like I needed to clarify that. But just like even like other people, like who other people say we are, like yeah, we've lived our identity in that, and we've lived our idea in like our identity and like our accomplishments, like these things that we're talking about. Like we're saying that out of stuff that we've also done. Yeah, and like we both, I think we, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that. Now that we're living with our identity placed in who God says we are, we both feel so much more free, so much more at peace, so much more confident. Um, And we're probably going to do a whole other episode on, like, confidence and just all that stuff. But, like, it goes against what the world says to be confident, like, how we are, because we're not confident in ourselves. But when you're confident in something that's outside of yourself... That's, like, a true confidence. Right, like, just like we were saying in the beginning, um, like, how, uh, apart from God, like, we are not enough, and we would never measure up, um, but the world wants to tell us, like, we're enough as we are. Yeah. Um, but again, like, I always just go back to, like, the beautiful dependency that recognizing our hopelessness, our hopeless state we're in without our Savior. Yeah. Like, I feel like that... Like, if you want to know who you are, look to the cross, because it's like, when we lay our lives down, when we crucify ourselves with Christ, just like you just said, that's when we find our lives, is in him. And that's when we live, start living an abundant life Mm -hmm. of joy. Yeah. That was a little tangent. (laughs) Um, But you're not, okay, this is our next point, you're not who others expect you to be. Um... (laughs) Mirrorball is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs ever, which is what I was singing in the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if you haven't heard it, you definitely should go listen to it. The reason I love this song so much is, one, because it's Taylor Swift, but also because of how well it encapsulates... Is that how you pronounce that word? Yeah, it encapsulates the life of a people pleaser. Um, So if you haven't heard the song, part of it goes like this. (laughs) Are you going to sing? Okay, should I actually sing it or no? Um, no. I think you just read the words. (laughs) I wasn't wanting. Okay, okay. Um, when no one is around, this is so crazy. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, let me start over. Part of the like verse into the chorus goes like this: When no one is around, my dear, you'll find me on my tallest tiptoes, spinning in my highest heels, love shining just for you. Hush, I know they said the end is near, but I'm still on my tallest tiptoes, spinning in my highest heels, love, shining just for you. I want you to know that I'm a mirror ball. I can change everything about me to fit in. Well, I love that. Yeah, like, how true is that? We do everything in our power to be seen by everyone, like, shining just for them and for their approval, whether that's, like, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or the mean girls in your class that you secretly want to like you or your parents, um whoever it is, but we try and appeal to them. Um, we try and please them and, 
but we don't have to, nor are we called to. Um, Galatians 1.10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Um, I even go back to thinking, like, how sometimes around different people we can be a different person. Yeah. Like, I remember... um, I used to be like that, like, a lot, like... Yeah, I was going to say, I remember this girl that my sisters were friends, that my sister was friends with, like, was so different, and I'm not at all, like, talking bad about her, but, like, it was just interesting, because I was so young to just, like, see this, how, like, she would be with, like, my sister when she was with my family versus, like, somebody else, like, who she was on Instagram, Mm. or, like, who she was within this other group of people, and I know we, like, we all do that on different levels, but that was, like, the first, like, vivid memory that I have of that, um, but, like, we are not, like, we're not called to, like, live and be who we are for different people, yeah, like, one, our identity is rooted in Christ, and, like, that shouldn't change depending on who we're with. Um, and, two, like, we shouldn't let, like, the seeking of approval from other people, like, have con- have such control over who we are. Yeah. Um, I feel like. But... And, oh, go sorry. ahead. And also, kind of going off of that, like, Jesus says, like, the world will hate you. So if we're trying to put our worth in what the world says about us, we're always going to be let down and we're always going to be disappointed because, like, Jesus promises that, like, they're not going to like us, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, like, I don't know. It just no, made yeah. me think of that. Yeah, that's good. Um, even, like, how we, like, work and do things. Colossians 3.23 says, I'm sure we all literally know it, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. We're not... To go about this life, like, seeking to shine for other people, just like the song was talking about. Um, you're not what other people think or say about you. Like, you're not enough just because, like, a teacher complimented you or because you got, or because, like, you got complimented or, you know what? I, yeah, like, you got validated by someone That's what I couldn't think of. Um, but, um... You're not what other people say or think about you or who they expect you to be. Um, For me, this is a trap I often find myself falling into as I start to believe this lie. Um, Because it's so easy to feel the need to perform around other people, like pretending we have it all together, that we're keeping up with what we believe we need to do to be loved. Um, And acting like you're someone you're not is so draining. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. Um, Yeah. (laughs) you're not you're not you're not this this is one of the quotes that is gonna be on our instagram story i know you guys are so excited also wait quickly i hope you guys are not skipping past our instagram no because somebody at our school told us today one of the boys in our class told us today that he literally skipped through our stories and didn't read any of the quotes okay because we work we work so hard on our stories like we really do like, you guys don't even know, literally for all 88 of you who follow our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for all of our 30 listeners on the last episode. Some of them are episode. probably literally bots, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably literally empties, not even real. Okay, anyways. um, Sorry. You're um, not a mirror ball. You're the light of the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good quote. <laughs> That's what. Um, yeah. 
Anyway, the next thing is, you are not the lies you believe about who you are. What are some lies that you tell yourself about who you are? Like, that's a, another genuine question. Like, sit in that question for a minute. Maybe even open up a journal or grab a piece of paper and write down the answer. Yeah, like the challenge a couple weeks ago was to start a journal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, open that journal that we know we know you also follow through the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to talk about the challenge from last week, so. Never mind. Sorry, um, guys. Um, anyway. It's literally, like, almost Anyways. midnight. <laughs> We're only... <laughs> We're just... Sorry. We're having a sleepover. <laughs> oh, my God. Even real life. Can we edit this? I'm not editing this episode. Anyways. Oh. Okay, I'm going to start over on this point. Sorry, guys. The last thing that you are not is you are not the lies that you believe about yourself. So um, just think about, like, what are some lies that you tell yourself about who you are? Open up maybe a journal or, like, the notes up on your phone and just write down. Like, dig deep and ask yourself this question. For example, a lot of the times I tell myself that I have to be joyful all the time. Like, if I show any emotion other than happiness, then I'm not, like, a good godly girl whose joy is found in the Lord. That's not true. Like, God gave me my emotions for a reason, and that's such a beautiful thing. And we talked about that in a couple episodes ago. I think, How to Be Best Friends with Jesus, we talked about kind of how David, like, poured out his heart before God, um, no matter what emotions he was feeling. Um, So we know that's a lie, but, like, we can still fall into the trap of believing that. Uh, Your lie, though, might look different than this. Your lie might be you're telling yourself that you're not good enough unless you're in a relationship and that you need to give yourself away in order to be loved. You might tell yourself that you're not beautiful unless you weigh a certain number or wear a certain size. You might tell yourself, I'm not worth enough unless I have as many followers on Instagram as this other person. Or, like, I'm not worthy unless I am Mm -hmm. the best at on my team for whatever sport. Or just, like, it could look like a number of things, but no matter what it is, it's a lie. And it's not true because it doesn't agree with what God's word says about you. Mm -hmm. Knowing the truth about who you are sets you free. When you place your identity in the truth of what God says about you, you're free from the need to measure up, from the need to succeed in everything, from the need to compare yourself to everyone else in the room. And, like, you're free from, like, wishing that you look and talk or, like, act like anyone else. Mm -hmm. We have inherent worth and value not because of anything about us, anything we've ever done or anything we will ever do. And if we place our worth in external things, Whatever that may be, like our social media or our success in sports, our appearance, validation from other people. Like it could be a number of things, but we will always be let down because here's the thing. Appearances change, grades change, social media changes, our athletic ability changes. But the one thing, the only thing that does not, will not ever change is the Lord. And we have worth and identity and purpose because of who he says we are in his word. Yeah, I was going to say, um, <clears throat> like, our minds, I feel like, can tell us a lot of stuff, like, about yeah. who we are, and we can think things about ourselves, and we can feel things about ourselves that are not true, Yeah, but we convince ourselves that they are true because we feel them, Yeah, um, and that could be a number of things, and it could look like a number of different things in your life versus my life, and 
um, versus Christina's life. But I we have the truth of who we are found in God's word. And every thought we have, we should test it with scripture. Yeah, there's a verse that says, take every thought captive mm-hmm. to the Lord. Yeah. Um, because just because we feel something does not necessarily mean it's true. And we can't go around believing that because that is very dangerous. Yeah. Um, and the enemy wants to keep us in that. So that's my encouragement is to, the next time you have like a thought about yourself that you think is true um go to god's word and or even literally google like google can be your best friend and just type what does the bible say about me having no purpose what does the bible say about me like my worth like yeah google and like test scripture or test your thoughts against scripture because we can't just go around believing everything we think yeah that's right we have to check it and I also think that's why it's, like, really important to surround yourself and, like, have a circle of friends who are, like, can constantly point you back to the truth. And just, like, having someone in your life that you can say, hey, I'm, like, I'm I'm struggling. Like, I just feel like my worth is in this and I just feel like I'm not worth anything because I'm not doing well in this area or I'm failing in this. Um, and just finding someone who can point you back to the scripture and is, like, hey, this is actually what God says about you. Like, you may be feeling this way, but number one, your feelings aren't true. Number two, this is what God's word says. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted to read you guys just a couple things. Um, There's so many different things that God says we are throughout the Bible, but just a couple of different characteristics, I guess, would be a good word to say Um, about who you are. So God says that you are chosen before you're even born. 1 Thessalonians 1.4, Jeremiah 1.5. He says that we're loved and that nothing can ever separate us from his love. Ephesians 3.19, Romans 8.38 8 and 39. He says that we're created beautifully, fearfully, and wonderfully. Psalm 139.14. He says that we have a purpose. Jeremiah 29.11, 1 Peter 2.9. He says that through Christ we're his children, and not only his children, but his heirs. Galatians 3.26. He says that we're redeemed and forgiven. Ephesians 1 7. I could go on and on all day about what God says about our identity in scripture, but this episode would be way too long. (laughs) Um, I do encourage you guys, though, to dive into scripture on your own to not only discover who you are, but who God is. And just kind of going back to what we said at the beginning of this episode, like the more you learn about God, the more you learn about yourself and your identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I feel like, um, like go into scripture, just like. Ask God to reveal to you who he is. And with that, we will find who we are. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, that was it, right? That's what yeah. we had. Um, we have a challenge. Of course. Per usual. Um, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like that. From that was, Alabama. That was funny. Um, so this week's challenge is to, we encourage you to sit down, um, make coffee, grab your journal, um, and spend time reflecting on this topic of identity. Maybe go back and re-listen to some of those questions. Um, ask yourself, what am I currently putting my identity in? Where am I basing my worth? How do I define my purpose? Um, and simultaneously, just speak truth of yourself, of who you are according to God's word. Um, the moment you put your identity in the Lord instead of yourself and your achievements, just all the things that we just talked about, you'll feel much more free and at peace. Um, Jesus says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so yeah, we pray that that encourages you. That is definitely something that we're continuing to learn and grow in. Yeah, definitely. But um, if you listen all the way to the end of this, ep- this episode, we love you. I mean, part we love challenge you anyway, part two. Yeah, challenge part two. What's go, the challenge part two? Go listen to Mirrorball. Yes, do it, guys. Wait, I don't care who you are. <clears throat> Even if you're, like, not a Taylor Swift fan, like, I literally don't care. This song will make you a Taylor Swift fan. Listen to this song. Wait, should we sing for, like, the outro? Sure. Um, Also, wait, guys, go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram. This is going to be the outro. When they called off the circus. (laughs) (laughs) And they sent home the horses and the rodeo clowns. I'm still on that tightrope. I'm still trying. Everything. Okay, you can only Bye. hear me sing. <laughs> <laughs>